from our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com. All right, everybody, and it's Lori H. Schwartz, your tech cat here, and uh, we are broadcasting live from Digital Hollywood in Hollywood at the Skirball Center. Voice America's been here for the whole conference the last few days, and we're talking to a lot of thought leaders in the digital technology and media space, and sitting in front of me is another old friend, um, Phil Lelyveld, and Phil, and this is a very exciting title, so give me a second, Phil is the Immersive Media Initiative Program Manager, woo, for the ETC, which which is the Entertainment Technology Center at USC. Mm -hmm. Um, And Phil has always, in the many roles and hats he's worn, um, been that sort of cutting-edge scout for different institutions and uh, and companies to help them understand what's happening next. So tell us more about your role now at ETC. Sure. Well, the Entertainment Technology Center, first off, uh, was founded by George Lucas back in 1992 to bring the CTOs of the seven then major studios together to discuss the future of entertainment technology. Over the years, it's evolved. So right now, I'm running the Immersive Media Initiative, uh, but as you just said, we're looking at the future of entertainment technology. Uh, and so we are, uh, aside from immersive media, we're looking at artificial intelligence, next generation workflows for content production, the future of storytelling or story making as we see it, um, and workflows in general. So it, it's rapidly evolving. What's, what's really interesting and unique about the Entertainment Technology Center is that it's part of the USC School of Cinematic Arts, the number one ranked Film school in the world. Nice, but it's nice, Phil. But it's entirely <laughs> thank you. But it's entirely funded by the six major studios plus industry to advise them on the future of entertainment. So we're outward looking, but we work with the students when we can. Oh, that's great. So you really set up in a great space because mm-hmm. if you get to be attached to a university, then you're getting that young thinking, right? And you also um, can can mess around and try things and. Well, exactly. We're, we're, we view ourselves, and industry views us, as the bridge between academia and industry. So everybody that works there came out of the studio system. We're all uh, ex-studio professionals. And so uh, we try to bring in the new ideas, but hook them up with the old ideas to help basically push the ent- entertainment industry in general forward. All right. So your focus right now is immersive media, bringing mm-hmm. that in to educate the, the, the members right. of the ETC. So uh, you're looking at AR and VR and, mm-hmm. and MR. Uh, M- well, that's why I call it immersive XR. media, because it's VR, AR, MR, XR, everything with an R. But, <laughs> but they're all converging. And right. so we can call it immersive media and capture everything, including location-based entertainment. That, that's great. And so what, how do you do that? Because there's so much going on all the time. And I know you and I run into each other at a lot of trade shows because right. we're covering them for, for our different reasons. But mm-hmm. is that how you're doing it? Are you constantly reading and going to trade shows? Like, how do you keep absorbing to spit out the best information for all these guys? Yeah, that captures it. About half of my day is spent looking at news feeds. So I am uh, monitoring what's happening in all aspects of it. So the technology, the art, the business, the legal side of thing, the ethical side of uh, the field. Um, and as you said, going to conferences, giving presentations to our members, to industry, to students, um, and working on prototype projects uh, with students 
for our member companies. So essentially, you're right. It's sort of this all-encompassing thing. If I can just back up for a second. Yes, please. My, my career has always been looking at the next new thing in a variety of fields. And you got to remember, I started off as a geologist, so I'm like way off oh, track I did, I did, That moment. I did not know. I mean, I know you've always had these different roles, but um, so do you bring stone knowledge? <laughs> Absolutely. No, I mean, that, that's, that's why I bring, I bring a long-term view of it. Because, right. you know, the earth is... Are you like secretly cracking open gemstones? I mean, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. But, um, but I've done this migration from pure science to science and technology to almost pure technology, which moved into entertainment. And I kind of uh, talked my way into the entertainment industry because mm-hmm. I have a background in physics. And I said, well, the same physics and geology is also applicable to animation. So right, hire right, me. right. And they, they bought it. I've and you were at Disney it. for I was a while. at Disney for 10 years right, in their right. corporate strap planning group on the um, their new tech and new media groups. So right. uh, we looked at the future of entertainment t- technology for all of Disney, plus we worked with the other studios on it. So what I'm doing now, effectively, is what I did at Disney, only with six bosses instead of one. Right, so, right, right. So much better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to have more. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> and and what, what's keeping you up at night then with, with looking at everything? Like, is there anything that's gotten you really excited or anything that, mm-hmm. you know, you're like thinking about the most right now? Okay. So, uh, yeah, let me, let me come to that in one second. We can talk about the general uh, data protection, data privacy uh, regulation in a minute. Um, I'm working, and all of us on the team realize, hey, it's all coming together. We're looking at immersive media, which you need artificial intelligence for because you want avatars guiding you through your life and through stories, and you want the Internet of Things uh, informing your experience and the storytelling experience, and you want blockchain there to enable new business models. It's all coming together. Uh, And one thing that is keeping me up at night, if you will, is the whole aspect of data privacy and personal rights which at the moment, this week, is GDPR, General Data Protection Regulation. Um, Three months ago, it was um, uh, Boston Analytics and the Facebook issue. Cambridge Analytics? Cambridge Analytics, thank you. But but a Massachusetts City Analytics. (laughs) An important one, exactly. Um, uh, But it it really, one of my my talking points for the last two years has been the whole click license, because the click license is the frog in the pot waiting to boil, right? Right, right. Because originally you clicked it because you were doing very simple things, and now we're at the point where, especially with the next generation of user interfaces that I'm looking at, you're clicking away your rights to your brainwaves, literally. Right, right, right. But you're doing, there's been this gradual grabbing of your private personal data with no public discussion whatsoever until now. And I've been kind of on the side campaign saying, hey, pay attention to this. And now we're finally at a point where we're paying attention. So with the GDPR, which is um, European Union initiative, Um, basically what it says is the users who are citizens of the European Union can now control, to at least some degree, their personal data. Mm -hmm. They can decide what they click away, what they give away, what the exchange will be, or they also have what's called the right to be forgotten, which I've talked to them and I said, well, you actually want the right to be reset, but that's another issue right? right. to zero yourself out. So can I ask you a question? Because obviously all the major advertisers are looking at this, Mm -hmm. but it's the EU, but it's global, so everything's the same, kind of, mm-hmm. but not really. So, w- what about the U.S.? Like, as an American company, 
do we have to worry about you know GDPR? Mm-hmm. Um, because again, everything you do now is global. So even if you say EU, it's going to impact us. So will the U.S. have a GDPR eventually? Right. And uh, you said, do we have to worry about it? Uh, And I would say you have to think about it. Okay. Uh, The world is kind of broken into three zones. Mm -hmm. There's Europe, which has the GDPR, which is turning rights back over to citizens. There's China, which has this entire monitoring of the citizenry where every Chinese citizen gets ranked and they might be turned on for a loan because they've done something on social media the government doesn't right, like. Right, so that's right, the right. opposite on the spectrum. And then there's the U.S. and the rest of the world, which are basically laissez-faire. They're saying, well, business will deal with it. We'll find solutions. So what I think is going to happen, and we'll see in the next year to 18 months, is because of the work that all the companies have to do to comply with the GDPR in Europe, it'll probably trickle over into the United States. Within the United States, we've had court rulings that actually undermine consumer rights further. Um, uh, And so I don't see anything happening in the U.S. regarding consumer rights from the government. But I think there'll just be a natural response to the Facebook problem and to GDPR to um, uh, basically rebalance the equation between who controls your data and how much control you've got. That's so interesting. Well, Phil, where can we read what you're writing or posting? Where can we follow you and stalk you? For sure. Thing? No problem. <laughs> All right. Okay. So it's the, uh, the Entertainment Technology Center at USC has a daily uh, weekday uh, newsletter. Uh, and it's called www.etcentric.org. E-N-T. And you can sign up for that? Yep. And okay. it's open to the public. And E-T-centric. are you writing for that? I write for it occasionally. But more importantly, that's where you find the five to ten news stories related to entertainment technology that our staff has decided were the important ones for the studio executives to read. Got it. And you can have the same reading material they do. And what about you personally? Where are you Are you doing any I writing? Have, I have philiplelyveld.com where I post daily as well. And spell Lelyveld because as sure. you know, I had a, a, a long, it took me years to be able to say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First of all, it's Philip with one L. So P-H-I-L-I-P. L-E-L-Y-V-E-L-D. It's Dutch for Lily Field. Lily Field. I like that. Yeah, thank That's you. so nice. Mm-hmm. All right, Phil, well, we have to break, but it's been great talking to you. Thank you. I love hearing how you sort of aggregate all these different trends together and then where it's all sitting. And certainly, you know, data protection and all of this is such a big deal. So um, if you're out there, you can Google GDPR. It's all over the news right now. Um, and it's really interesting. And, and it's going to be interesting to see how it rolls out. Okay, I'm Laurie H. Schwartz, the Tech Cat. We'll be coming back more live from Digital Hollywood with more with more thought leaders, I think, of course, and um, perhaps people just as interesting as Phil. Oh. We hope. <laughs>